this side here, and I need Al sitting on this side right here. You want me to left? Because I'm left handed? I don't care where you two sit, just right there in front. <laughs> I'm going to ask them to do something. Now, all of you with sitting out in the audience, you can participate too. This is a participation. <laughs> Bailey will enjoy this. I woke up this morning and the Lord reminded me of something that I used to do with uh, kids at school. And I did not know why that he reminded me of this until later on in the day he began to speak on what I would share with you tonight. And this, this will be not long. It will be brief. But I want you to see the illustration that the Lord shared with me this morning. Before a big test in my classroom, one of the things that I really wanted to do was to get students' attention. And I wanted to make sure that they had good oxygen flowing to their brain because they were about to have to give a recollection of what they had learned. And so I would do some different things with them that have been proven to increase oxygen flow and would get them listening and thinking. There is a song, my children may recognize this real quickly, there is a song uh, that you all know, it's an old, old song that says, My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean. Do I know the song? Have I done this this church before, by the way? I don't think so. Right? Okay, all right, that's good. That song has a lot of words that begin with the letter B. The letter B, right? My Bonnie, for example, Bonnie begins with the letter B. Mm -hmm. And so what I would ask students to do, and what I'm going to ask these four sitting on the altar to do, is what I would ask my students to do. And that is, as I sing the song, every time they hear a word that begins with B, to if they are seated, they must stand. And if they're standing, they must sit. So, so, if they're seated now, when the song starts, it will say, my Bonnie lies over the ocean, and they would stand up. All right, sit down. Y'all got to figure that out. <laughs> Those of you that are seated woman up. In, the, in the pew, you don't have to stand up, but if you just want to raise your hand and lower your hand, you can just play along, right? Yeah. Okay? Are y'all with me? Everybody understand? Yeah. I'll make sure that you're listening and that your brains are working. I'm going to get you ready <laughs> for Brother Mike when he comes and brings the word. Y'all are going to be prepared. Are y'all ready? Yeah, you ready? You're one of those students. <laughs> so I'm going to sing the song. We're going to watch what they do. And if y'all participate, just raise your hand, lower your hand. Here we go. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. So bring back my Bonnie to me. Bring back. Bring back, oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. Bring back, bring back, oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. You should be up. Was that a little bit challenging? Yeah, bring back my Bonnie, bring back my Bonnie. There's three B's right there, and that's a real quick. I didn't sing the song very quickly to you, but the fifth graders, I ramped it up a couple of notches. You think we should try it? Yeah. Okay, let's try it. Try it. All right, are y'all ready? Here we go. Yeah. The Lord's watching me better. 
My Bonnie lies over the ocean. My Bonnie lies over the sea. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. So bring back my Bonnie to me. Bring back, bring back. Oh, bring back my Bonnie to me, to me. Bring back, bring back. Oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. Alright, y'all Okay, so what was the point of that besides hurting oh, Josh and John? Oh, look at my knees are popping now. Matthew chapter 17, verse 5. Matthew chapter 17, verse 5, the scripture I'm going to leave with you tonight. And then I'm going to share with you what the Lord shared with me today. Um, Matthew 17, 5. We have the uh, transfiguration of Jesus. Jesus and two of his closest disciples ascend to the mountaintop and God shows up. The glory of God shines down upon them and also uh, you have Moses and, and Elias talking with Jesus. I want to read verse 4 and then verse 5 is the one I want to concentrate on. Verse 4 says, Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here if thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. The song my Bonnie lies over the ocean with all of its uh, letters and changes in sound. In order to be able to keep up, you've got to listen carefully. You have to listen carefully and you have to distinguish what you're hearing. You can't do that and do it right if you're not listening closely. Right. You'll make a mistake. You'll, you'll fall uh, off. You'll get on the wrong path. You'll You'll start watching somebody else because you don't know where you're at. Which, by the way, that happened, right? Right. We, I saw some of you, you know, looking around. Where, where are they at? I'm going to wait and see what somebody else says. Because in, in, in the song somewhere, you got lost. Right. In the listening, you got lost. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 5, you find Peter starts talking. Peter starts talking, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Mm -hmm. Right? As a matter of fact, I think sometimes we're all guilty of exactly what Peter did was, and that's to try to fill the empty space with sound. As a matter of fact, silence. Will make people uncomfortable mm -hmm. sometimes. And therefore, they'll feel it rather than wait. Peter says, hey, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you would, this is what we're going to do. Peter just took over, by the way, in a divine moment with Jesus. is standing with God shining down on him. And he's talking to two dead men that God brought back to life to talk to him. That's right. And Peter's wanting to have a conversation and say, here's what we're going to do. Verse 5 says, While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud, 
which said, This is my beloved son. Anybody want to guess who's talking? Anybody want to tell me who's talking right there? It's talking to Jesus, and it called him son. Mm -hmm. It's the father. Amen. God interrupts Peter. While he yet spake, in the middle of, while he's still running his mouth, God interrupts Peter and says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And that's captured in many scriptures. Yeah. That's captured in more than one time. But it's the next phrase that's, I think, only captured here in the book of Matthew, if I remember correctly. Hear ye him. In other words, God says to Peter, would you be quiet a minute and listen to God? I, I, what the Lord showed me today uh, was this, that there is a great need of Christians to listen to God. Amen. John chapter 10 tells us that my sheep hear my voice and they know me and I know them. Right? So I can tell you right now that God is actively interested in talking to you. Right. Amen. The Lord Himself is actively interested in talking to to us and you individually. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a good point. That's, awesome. that's, that's actually overwhelming. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get a phone call from somebody, maybe somebody you haven't heard in a while, maybe it's somebody that you think a whole lot of, and when you say it's them calling, you're excited, man, I'm, I'm glad to hear from them. I, I hadn't heard from them in so long. I'm so glad to hear from them. I'm glad they're, they're reaching out to me. But the Lord of all creation wants to reach out to us. Amen. So the question that I have tonight and what the Lord wanted me to just share with you was, what prevents us from hearing? Mm. Listen. You know, I had them up here and they were bouncing up and down. That was all fine. But the reality was that if they wanted to hear it and do it well, they had the ability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what the letter B sounds like? They know what words are, and they have the ability to move. If they desire to get it right, if they listen carefully and closely, they had the ability to hear what was spoken. Today, Christians, we have the ability to hear from God. Amen. He actively wants to speak to us, yeah. and we have the ability to hear. So what stands in the way of us hearing from God? And so there's some things that the Scripture kind of share but but the Lord kind of put this picture in my mind of that song and I had these kids I could just remember my little fifth graders jumping up and down and they're just laughing and giggling and they have no idea you know that I am leading them in a path that I'm taking them somewhere and it's my voice that I want them to focus on because I'm trying to shut out all of the other noise and distractions they're about to take a test do you realize that you're in the middle of a test and God wants to get your attention? He'd like to separate all the noise and distractions from your right. life. But it is those things that will keep you from hearing the voice of God. Right. And so what I thought about them was just bringing them back up here, but I won't do that to them since I'm hurting their knees and all that good stuff. But letting all of you just holler and cheer and scream and me stand at the back and sing it and see how well they do. Mm -hmm. How hard would it be to hear in the much of a bunch of noise? Right, amen. 
some of us don't ever hear from God because we don't ever get to a place where the world gets quiet enough. Listen, that's good. That we can hear from God. Amen. Amen. That's, that's good. The world is noise. I promise you, if you don't ever take time to get quiet with God, you will have a hard time hearing from Him. Amen. We're really bad. I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the world's worst if I'm at home. Yeah, I probably have the TV on, whether I'm watching it or not. But you know what? It creates a constant background and a constant racket. And to be honest, it's probably really hard to concentrate on other things. And we surround ourselves with busyness, with life, with everything else, responsibilities. These aren't terrible, bad things, but they're noise when it comes to hearing from God because they've got our attention. Right. We must separate ourselves from the world in order to hear from God. The world represents the noise. The other thing that makes it hard to hear from God is distance. I thought about sitting right here, and I go out that door and have somebody hold that door, and I stand out there in the cemetery, and I slang out to them. How, how well do y'all think they do? Probably not very well. Depends how loud are they going to be in here. Well, <laughs> What separates us from God? Well, the Bible says very plainly what separates us from God is our iniquities, our sins. Mm -hmm. The flesh separates us from God. Now, the Bible does plainly tell me that He has forgiven us of our sins. However, the sins corrupt the flesh, and the flesh is the conduit through which the Spirit flows. And so, if you've corrupted your flesh and your Spirit's trying to talk to God, it's going to have a hard, hard time. That's right. Because it's going to be really distant. And then finally, and this is my last point, and I'm going to sit down and I can't wait to hear what Brother Mike brings and what any of you else have to share. But it's really hard to hear from God when you're like Peter and you don't ever be quiet. I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody, or if you talk, maybe you have who talks a lot. Sometimes so much it's hard to get anything into the conversation. I'm a Thomas, and I got a bunch of Thomases that live in my house. And we just all talk at the same time. Because nobody ever, be never, ever stops talking. And if you go to my family reunion and go to a bunch of Thomases over there, it's just racket. Because they just everybody talking at the same time. I'm not joking with y'all. Yeah. It's the talkingest bunch of people you've ever been around. Y'all met my daddy. <laughs> he'd, tell, he'd tell a story till the sunset. How many times do we come and say, God, I got this problem, I got this problem, and I got this need, and this need, and so and so needs this, and so and so needs that. And Lord, if you just do this, Lord, you just do that. And, and Lord, tomorrow, would you, I, I've got a big day, and I, I need your help, and I'm going to need you. And Lord, I, I got so many sins, and I, I wish you'd just forgive me my sins and help me straighten out. And Lord, would you just do this and do this? And then we never, ever, ever take a moment and breathe and wait upon the Lord. Right. The scripture says we're to wait right. upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we'll be like Peter, and we'll start giving the Lord suggestions like, Lord, I, I've asked you to bless this service, but I'm going to pick this song out. And I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and that's going to make everything better. Yeah. We come to church house to do this. This is, this is common. Right. I'm going to preach a message. I'm going to preach a message. 
we must wait upon the Lord. In other words, we must not only get to a place that's quiet from all the noise and distractions, and not only must we get close enough to him that we can hear him speak, because he's actively trying to speak to us. We need to be quiet and listen. Amen. Amen. Receive what the Lord is already saying. Brother Mike, this is this is the point that I I, I will close on. And if you got testimony, I want you to yeah. just give it. I I, I beg you to. Yeah. If God give you something to do, listen to me. You say, well, he didn't give me something to do. Oh, yes, he did. And that's this point right here. The Lord already had something to say. Right. Right. The Lord already has something to say. He's actually trying to speak to you. The question is, are you going to miss what God is saying to you? Are you going to miss what he is trying to speak? These students in my classroom, there's always one who, uh, it was hard, going to be real hard to get to listen. It's going to be real hard to get to listen. They, they were either distracted, talkers, or their minds wandered somewhere else. They were far away. Do you think as a good teacher that I didn't try to get to them? Well, no. I cared about them. So for the ones that their minds wandered and they were often far away, I usually stood pretty close to you. It's hard for that mind to wonder when my hand is sitting right here. Uh-oh, he's, he's on. I can't daydream right now because he's right here standing at me. And those that like to talk, lots of noise, and wanted to move around, want to move, you strategically place them in the classroom. You know where they need to sit. You know their seats probably need to be here and here, and you don't need to put these two in the same place together because the noise is going to be so bad from right there. You're going to have them separated out. One of them's going to sit right over by your desk. And then there's that one. It's a good student, smart student, usually the smartest in the classroom. Use, listen to me. Usually the smartest in the classroom has a hard time listening because they always got something to say. Hmm. I have this theory about the hand. Like if I speak something to you, and I say, you got something to say, I want you to raise your hand if you know the answer. As soon as the hand is raised, they're not hearing another word you say. Because they're thinking about what they're about to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen to what I'm telling you. The smartest of us, the best of us, can miss what God has to say. because we don't get quiet enough and get away from all the noise and distractions and actively seek to hear his voice. Amen. In the sheepfold, where the sheep stayed at night, that it talks about in John chapter 10, in that sheepfold were lots and lots of sheep, they tell us. In these old times, they would just, they, everybody didn't have their own barns and and places to keep them. So they all kept them in the same sheepfold. 
And they would appoint a shepherd to stand watch and stand guard over the sheep over the night. And then and the rest of the shepherds would sleep. And in the morning, in the morning, when it come time to take them out to graze, that they might grow, the master of his herd of sheep would go stand in the gate. And he'd begin to call his sheep. And they knew that was their shepherd. And so even though there might be a thousand sheep in this sheepfold, only this hundred's going to answer his call. Because mm -hmm. they know his voice. Mm -hmm. He'd get his sheep and he'd leave them at the pasture and the next shepherd would come and take his place. You imagine all them sheep wanted to get out there and eat. But if they all were bleeding at the whole same time, it sure would be hard to hear. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you this. But if you actively want to hear from God, he's already actively speaking to you. Mm -hmm. You just got to get in a place where you can hear from him. Amen. Now, now I say all that to say this. The Lord wants us to eat. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants us to eat. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear what Brother Mike has to say tonight. And, and I'm not pushing him up on a pedestal. I'm, I'm, I just can't wait for the Lord to speak. Somewhere he's going to get my attention because he's trying to speak. And it may be in the it may be in a verse that he references and the Lord speaks to my heart. Maybe in the next song or in the next testimony that's given the Lord that's to, right. to speak. That's right. So tonight I give you an opportunity. If you hadn't already testified, anybody want to testify for the Lord, it may be your testimony that God speaks to somebody through you. And I don't do that to pressure you to put I just want you to obey and get God's blessing. Amen. Anybody have anything tonight before we turn it over to Brother Mike? Brother Brian, I want to say I love the Lord and I thank you for letting me be here. I know I was real late, but I'm still feeling the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I used to always just listen. Didn't want to say nothing in the classroom. And in the church either. I used to never want to say nothing in the church. But you get a better bigger blessing if you'll say something. Amen. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I appreciate you coming anyway. Some people might stop and say, ah, oh, it's too late. Right. I turn around. I'm glad you come on anyway. Amen. Somebody else? Lord. Instead of praying to God for him to help me out, I just kind of let it overtake me. And uh, thankfully, God talked through Abby Monday night and uh, definitely got to me. So I've been praying for the last few days, but one verse that's kind of stuck out to me is like in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, and it says, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, right. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. And it's just so great. Fear does not come from God. And that he gives us other things to battle. Yeah. And uh, me and Josh are about to take a big adult step and get a house long. Amen. And so 
worried about that a little bit. You know, that's a big step and a lot of money that we're going to end up paying back, but home will be ours. Yeah. We can, you know, finally settle down. I guess feel like we're settling down instead of having to be home and work. It's going to be ours. Amen. And so, and we settled into that. And, you know, I guess a little bit of fear about that, but just reading this, you know, God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's right. That he gives us the power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. He gives us, you know, good judgment. Amen. So, okay, I love the Lord. And even when I'm not having a good week, he's still giving me blessings. That's right. And so, Amen. I trust in him and keep on trusting. Amen. Amen. Somebody else? speaking don't 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 miss out amen if not then you get ready to listen and see what God might have to say brother Mike my brother you just said Lord we do this be hard to uh, top that so I'm not going to try to I'm just going to depend on the Lord to that was really good I enjoyed that the Lord is trying to speak and he's trying to speak in all our lives that's right uh, in different ways and I thank God that I can hear his voice Amen. when he speaks yeah you know you, you think about it uh, think about that for a minute uh, Got me plumb off track. Usually when I start to preach, I've got what I'm going to say first and got all this, but that's got me to thinking. Almost lead me a different direction tonight. My, my Lord. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to say this. <coughs> if you ain't hearing God, who are you hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. If you're not hearing God, who, what are you hearing? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty... A pretty uh, a statement that you ought to think about. If you're not hearing from the Lord, who are you hearing from? That's right. And why are you not hearing from the mm -hmm. Lord? I, I'm glad that I hear from him. Not I'm not perfect, no. And I'll never be perfect. But because I believe in Jesus and what he did for me mm -hmm. <laughs> on the cross. Yeah. Through his righteousness, he made me righteous. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. The best I can do without him won't work, but as long as I stay with him, his righteousness covers me. Amen? Yeah. It covers me. I, I want to, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and try this. Uh, tonight, I, I want to, I don't usually title a message, but I'm going to title this message, Keeping What Keeps Us. Mm-hmm. Keeping what keeps us. Turn to uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. We're going to talk about faith tonight. Amen. Bible tells, tells us that we're saved by grace through faith. faith. That's it. Through faith. Verse 1 of Hebrews says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. I'll just go up to verse 5 here. Same chapter, verse 5. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him or before his translation, he had this testimony. Yeah. This testimony that he pleased God. Amen. And it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is God. Yes. That he is. That he is. He Amen. is God. Amen. And that he is a rewarder that diligently seek him. Amen. Now that word diligently, I'm gonna speak on that a little bit. You know, Brother Brian, I just I wanna I'm gonna give a little testimony of mine. Okay. When I got saved, I was on fire for the Lord for, for a good while. Good while. And I got back out in the world. And the reason I did, I did this was, was because I went to the altar and got saved. And in my mind, that was it for me. That's all. I, that was it. That's all the work I had to do. I, I got saved. But I began, like you said, I began to <clears throat> listen to the wrong things. Yeah. Be around the wrong noise. Mm -hmm. Be around the wrong people. Mm -hmm. I began not to diligently seek him. Matter of fact, I quit seeking him. Yeah, that's what happened. And when I quit seeking him, what happened? It says right here that without faith, it's impossible to please him. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to be I'm just going to be honest with you. I lost faith. Mm -hmm. I lost faith in the Lord. Because I found I found something else that I was listening to that I was obeying mm -hmm. that I wanted more than the Lord. I mean, that's just plain, mm -hmm. uh, it's simple. You might not see it that mm -hmm. way, but for me, that's the way it was. When I got saved, I was on fire. But I began to listen. I, uh, it's, a scripture comes to my mind when Jesus come walking across the water and Peter in the boat, and he and Jesus they thought it was a ghost mm -hmm. and. And Jesus said, no, it's not a ghost. And Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to walk to you. Right. Well, you know, Peter walked on water. He, he come out and he walked on water. But what does the scripture say? As long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he stood on that water. But when he took his eyes off Jesus, what happened? He began to sink. He began to sink. That's what happened to me, Brother Ryan. I took my eyes off the Lord and I began to sink. I quit hearing from him. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Things began to happen to me mm -hmm. in my life, and it wasn't good things. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Bless him, Lord. My grace that He had for me, it wasn't there no more. My prayer life that I had, that I could go to Him, it wasn't there no more. Mm -hmm. The blessings that He'd give me, it wasn't there no more. Yeah. I was lost. I was way separated from Him. What separates us? I like what Brother Brian said the other day, and I may be getting ahead of myself if I am blaming on the Lord, but I like what you said the other day. Sin separates us, mm -hmm. and you put your mm -hmm. sin, yeah. my sin. That's what separates us from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it can do it, lost or saved, brother, yeah. sister. It can separate you. It can distance you from the Lord. 
You've got to keep your eyes on the Lord. You've got to stay in focus with him. This world, there's so, so many things in this world today that distracts us. And yeah. they don't have to be necessarily bad things. That's right. It can be things that's not so bad that distracts us. and mm -hmm. gets our attention and focus off him. Yeah. Well, if, if we're getting our attention and focus off him, then what are our attention and focus on? It's of the world. That's right. It's of the world. That's right. And the Bible teaches us not to be of this world. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know, people say, well, I live in it. We're not supposed to. We're Christians. Uh, here, I'm going to read you here something in a little while, but we're really, if we're Christians, we're going to be like these people of, oh, we're strangers here on this world. This world is not our home. That's right. Hey man, I, I, I mean, one of these days, Brother Brian, I, I, I'm going to leave this world. Amen. I don't confess that this world is my home. I, I've heard some preachers think, well, you know, heaven's going to be here. I don't believe that. But this, this place here is not my home. I'm going somewhere else. Amen. This is a strange place. This is a place that, that separates uh, uh, me from the world. If I want it to uh, 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 separate myself from him, all I have to do is focus on the world. Yeah. Uh, focus on that mess and take my eyes off God and I'm back in the world. Amen. I'm back in the world. All right, I'm going to read a little bit more here. It says, uh, verse 6. I'm going to read it again. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible to please Him. Well, you might say, well, brother, uh, I, I had faith one time. Well, you had it one time. What do you got now? Where are you at right now? Yeah. Think about that. Where are you at with your faith? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. Uh, you got you got all these people here in verse eleven. I'm gonna name them here just quickly. All by faith: Noah, Abel, Abraham, Sarah, uh, Enoch. The Bible says here in verse thirteen of chapter eleven. It says these all died in yeah. faith. Listen, not having received the promises, mm -hmm. but having seen them afar off mm -hmm. and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. Mm -hmm. Let's go a little further. Turn back over to, uh, let's see, turn to chapter 12. Verse 1. I'm going to turn back and forth here. Chapter 12, verse 1 reads, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight mm -hmm. and the sin which does so easily beset us. Mm -hmm. And let us run the race with patience the race that is set before us I asked my wife earlier to look up the word beset I thought I knew what it mean I was close but it means to fall upon you mm -hmm. to fall upon you let me read that one more time Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. We have weights yeah. that we carry around with us. Mm -hmm. 
Other places in the Bible, they're called strongholds. We have weights. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin, your sin, my sin, which does so easily fall upon us. Think about that for a minute. Those weights, those things that we carry around us, like I spoke Sunday a little bit, that one thing, that one thing that we hold on to, that we've got on our back that we're carrying around with us, weighing us down, Mm -hmm. we're holding on to that one thing. Mm -hmm. It will easily fall upon you. It will weigh you down. It'll keep you from where you need to be with the Lord. Amen. 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 It'll keep you from being where you need to be with the Lord. Yes, it will. Listen, it says, looking into Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. That's the beginning and the end of our faith. Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, listen, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of God, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint Mm -hmm. in your own mind. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Listen, we have some things we have to endure, brother. We have some things in our life that we have to uh, uh, have patience with, and I'm going to talk about patience in a minute. There's things that we have to endure. There's things that we've got to have patience with. Jesus Christ endured things. He endured. He had, He went to the cross and died for yeah, us. He, he was beaten. He was spit upon. Yeah. He was mocked. Uh, uh, he was made fun of. Uh, uh, hey, he endured all that for you and yeah. for me. Amen. Because he loved us. Uh, he endured that. If we love him, we're going to have to endure some things. We're going to have to lay uh, some things that we're carrying on our backs, Brother Brian, yeah. uh, carrying around this way and this time that's yeah. so easily sets us, uh, it falls upon us, we're going to have to lay them down if we're to continue to walk in faith. That's right. Amen. 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 Now some of y'all may be looking at me and thinking, well, What's he trying to say? Now listen, I'm not trying to say. I'm not preaching against our belief at this church as far as being once saved, always saved. I'm not preaching on that. I believe that a man gets saved one time. Amen. One time only. Amen. If I believe that I was w- w- could get saved again, that I'd be crucifying Christ again. Yeah. And that would be a, that'd be something bad. To do. All right, I'm, I'm going to go to, to uh, back over to chapter 11. No, I'm, t- I'm sorry, chapter 10. I'm going to read uh, verse 23 of chapter 10. Yes, good. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Mm hmm. For he is faithful yep. that promised. Amen, he is. 
Praise God. I'm yeah. glad that he's faithful. Yeah. Amen, they brother. promised. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I, Brother Brown, I'm not that faithful sometimes. I mm-hmm. mess up sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I do mess up, uh, I have to get on my knees and I have to cry Amen. out to uh, Almighty God. Amen. And he is faithful to forgive me. Amen. It's a promise from him. Amen. Well, I'm going to go a little bit further than that. Bless him, Lord. What we mess up is, is when we do fall. Mm-hmm. Listen. When we do fall, we just go about our way. Yeah. Yeah. We don't never think nothing else about it. Yeah. We go on our way. Brother and sister, we when we do, we realize that God speaks to us. We have to repent of that. That's right. We have to repent of that sin. Bless him, Lord. Listen, verse 25, or 24, I'm sorry. Let us consider one another to provoke one another to love <coughs> and to do good works. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a book one day, Brother Brian preached it as good as I've ever heard anybody preach it. There's a book one day that's going to be open before us, and it's going to have your works in it, Brother Brian. Yeah, it's going to have your works. My works. Anyway, we're going to have to give account for everything that we do, everything we've done here. Listen, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. That's right. And it's approaching quicker these yes, days. It is. People say, well, I've heard it all my life, but I'm going to tell you, I I can see things. I can see the Bible being fulfilled, Brother Brian. Things is happening and lining up for that day. Yeah, amen. I believe that. I believe what's going on right now, Brother Gerald, all this sickness, all this this, what's going on with this COVID. I believe that's uh, a lot of people might disagree with me, but uh, things like that happen in the Old Testament. uh, Plagues and sicknesses come on. I believe that God is getting serious with his people. I believe he's trying to wake some people up down here and and letting him know that he is God. If we're going to be Christians and claim to be Christians, we need to live like Christians. If we claim to to, to be a, a, a Christian, we need to walk the walk. Amen. Not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. That's right. Amen. Now listen. Now Brother Brian, I, I think a lot of you and, I, and, I, and a lot of people say, well, you're just blowing him up and you're bugging him up or whatever. Well, I know I'm not, but uh, I know Brother Brian's an educated man, and, and I'm not. But I'm going to tell you something. I know what I've got in my heart. Yeah. I know what the Lord put there. Yeah. And if, and if, if there's anything I say here in Scripture, i got a man right here that I believe would come to me in love and tell me about it, Brother Brian. I want you to. Bless because you, a lot of times in Scripture, I'm being honest. And, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't know other way to say it. I'm being honest. All I can give you is what the Lord has given me and what I can figure out in this old noodle right here of mine. And I believe that I believe that I'm right about this. And if I'm wrong about it, I want you to come tell me. I want you come tell me you don't have to worry about a thing because I know you'll do it in love. Amen. Amen. But I want to read this one scripture right here. It's bothered me for a long time. Listen, 26. For if we sin willfully, I'm sorry, if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth 
no sacrifice for sins. Read it again. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Who was our sacrifice? Christ Amen. was our sacrifice. Amen. Amen. He was our sacrifice. I'm going to tell you something. There's a scripture all over the place where, <clears throat> well, I'm going to quote this one scripture. The Bible says, if you say that you're without sin, that you're a liar and the truth ain't in you. Mm -hmm. All right, let's read this here again. If you sin willfully, well, there you go. So what is it? He says that we'll sin, and if we say we won't, we're liars. But then here it says if we sin. So it's saying that we're going to. Mm -hmm. We're going to sin. But listen, brother, there's a difference between willful sin and sin. Mm -hmm. There's a difference in, in, in the, then knowing the truth and then go ahead and on your own way, go ahead and ignore the truth, what God has given you, and go about your own way and say, well, no, I know more than what God does. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying. When you take the truth and put it over here, knowing the truth, and you go over here and do something against God, he says right here, there's no sacrifice for that. There's no sacrifice for willful sin. Listen to 29. Oh, how much sore punishment, suppose you say, shall he, I'm sorry. Oh, how much sore punishment, suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who have trotted under the Son of God and have counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and have done despite unto the Spirit of grace. I don't know about y'all, but to me, a man or a woman that has done this right here, who's living this kind of life, I'm going to tell you something. There's some serious trouble. Amen. There's some serious trouble. Amen. Amen. I know we don't like to hear these kind of messages. I, it's not. It's not what I wrote in the Bible. It's what the Lord wrote. It's. It's what His writers wrote. Listen. It says here, for we know Him that hath said, "Vengeance belongs to Me; I will recompense," says the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge His people. Is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean, fall into the hands of a living God? I'm just going to ask you a question. I'm not going to answer it. Ask yourself, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to go down here to 35. Listen now, we talked about patience a while ago. I've heard preachers and I've heard people say, well, you don't need to talk about, preach about patience. You don't need to be saying anything about that. No, don't ever pray for patience. Don't ever talk about patience. Well, listen to this. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which you have great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience. Listen, that after you have done the will of God, 
you might receive the promise. Mm -hmm. After you've done it, you might receive the promise. We need patience. We, we have to have patience to endure right. these things in, in, in this world that we've come across Amen. in life. We've got to have patience to endure that. That's right. Now listen. Now the just shall live by faith. That's justified by God. By faith. But if any man draw back, draw back from what? Draw back from faith. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Well, y'all sure are quiet. Y'all are looking at me kind of funny. This Bible. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That's right. But listen to what it says here. If we keep that faith, if we don't draw back, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, that's to perish. But to them that believe to the saving of the soul, we got to believe. We got to. Paul said that he fought a good fight. He kept the faith. He pressed towards the mark. That's right. Amen. To the saving of the soul. Amen. That's what he's talking about. Amen. We got to keep on and keeping on. Yeah. That's right. What's the little thing about the train? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. We got to keep on keeping on, brother Danny. Amen. We can't just listen. We can't just come to the altar and say I'm saved and go back out in the world and live like the devil. We can't just come to the altar and say, I'm saved, not necessarily live like the devil, but not live for the Lord. Amen. 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 Now listen. I want to read this one more time, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to close here. I wrote something down right here. I want, I want to say this. We have that precious promise. Yes. Lord, we have that. Yes, we do. I want to read this first, and then I'm going to go there. I'm getting ahead of myself. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. I'm going to stop right there. Now listen. We have that precious promise. We haven't received it yet. We've had the... And listen, if I promised Brother Brian... But Brian... Your house for sale, and I'm gonna come Friday and give you three hundred fifty thousand dollars for it. I don't know his house; it may be worth more than that. I'm gonna give you three hundred fifty thousand dollars for it. I'm gonna take it. All right. I promise you that I'll be there Friday to pay you for that house. You have the promise. But until I go through with it, brother Brian, all the way to the end, right. you haven't received it. I haven't received it, Levi. Yeah, that's right. Think about that. We got to go to the end, y'all. We can't sit down on the Lord. Amen. Brother Brian said a while ago he couldn't figure uh, figure it out. Well, that, I, I think I figured it out. <laughs> I really do because we can't sit down on the Lord and expect to Him to give us grace and give us mercy and blessings and things be all right yeah. between me and Him and you and Him. Yeah, you're right. Amen. We can't do it. There may be a lot of people that this goes against. and mm -mm. You just have to let, like Daddy said, just let the rough end drag, son, and go on. 
But these all died in faith, not receiving the promises, but have seen them afar off. Praise God. I'm going to press on, Brother Brian. Amen. I don't care. I tell you, there's some things that happened in my life. A lot of them probably I caused yeah. myself. Yeah. But those things that's happened in my life that wasn't necessarily my fault that would cause me, or hinder me to lose my faith. Amen. They have been things that could cause me just to say, well, I'm going to throw my hands up Amen. and give up and just go my way. Praise God, I'm not going to do that. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care what I have to endure. I don't care if I have to live under a rock somewhere. I don't care. Long as I keep pressing towards that mark, keep my eyes on the Lord. Yeah. You know, I Amen. may not have, I've heard, I just say it a lot of times, I may not have a much down here on this old earth, but praise God, whatever the Lord's got for me in heaven, when I Amen. get there, I'm going to have just as much as you. Amen. I'm going to have just as much as you, sister. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Hey. Do we have to have faith to keep on going towards the mark? Yeah. That's my point tonight. Is it enough just to say, I've got faith? Prove it. Mm. Prove it. Live for it. You know what? <clears throat> Brian and I had a conversation Sunday after the service. Levi, we've talked about this before. It's been mentioned, I think, by Mace and several of us. Why is it? Yes. And I'm not picking on nobody. God knows I'm not. But why is it? It's not this, this church. I know every one of y'all in here has claimed to be saved, and I believe that. But why is it? Seriously, why is it that we can't just get up and praise God? Why is it that there's just a few will just get up and say something for the Lord? Get a little excited for the Lord? Is it on account of your faith? Is it because you, you're in the world more than, than what you ought to be? I know this is plain tonight, but it's time we get some plain preaching. Why is it that you go in other churches and you got to sing four or five or six? Always gets up and sings, always gets up and testifies. Now, we're blessed here. I've seen a lot of people testify here, and that's good. Yeah. Amen. I mean, I, 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 that's a good thing. But, you know, the Bible says that the closer that Jesus comes back, that the more people are going to fall away. Right. Fall away from what? From him. That's right. Why did they fall from him? Because they lost their faith. Yeah. They lost their faith. They went, they're putting their mind and their focus on the world when we should be separating ourselves from this old world. We're not going to live here forever. This old flesh is going back to dirt one day yeah. and what we really are, if we keep the faith, if we keep pressing towards that mark, we're going to, this soul and spirit is going to be with him yeah. in heaven. Amen. But we got to keep pressing towards that mark. We can't sit down on him. Yeah, you're right. We cannot sit down on him. It says we don't need to waver. Mm -hmm. 
That's being one way one day and one way the next. That's right. Some people call it hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Some people call it hypocrites. Talked to a boy the other day at work, and he said, why is it you're always going around here just a hollering and preaching all the time? <laughs> and I do sometimes at work. <clears throat> I would be in the shop, we'd have a little service, and they'd come by and they'll hear me. <clears throat> why are you in there screaming and hollering? <clears throat> preaching. I said, brother, I'm going to tell you why. I said, no, I'm just going to tell you why. I said, because 90% of these people in this mill needs to hear it. That's right. yeah. I said, 90% of this people in this mill is lost. Yeah. And I said, not because somebody's told me. I said, because I've asked them. Yeah. I know. And you think about that. 90%. Yeah. We've, done a, we've done a little survey. <clears throat> 90, about 10% of us in there claim to be Christians. Yeah. The rest of them claim, they don't claim nothing. Yep. whatsoever. But you can ask them, do you believe in God? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe in, will you believe Jesus coming and, and died on the cross for, for your sin? Well, I don't know about that. I, don't, I never read about that. I don't know anything, but I believe I believe God. One guy told me, he said, well, Brother Mike, you know, I heard you preaching all the time, but you tell me that, you know, all you, that uh, John 3, 16, that all you got to do is believe. Brother, there's a little bit more than you got to do to believe. A little bit more. You got to keep believing. It's not a one-time experience thing. It is a one-time experience to be saved. Don't get me wrong there. But if you want to grow in the grace and his good will, you got to continue in it. He said, those abide in me, I'll abide in you. Mm -hmm. Think about that. If, if you abide in me, I'll abide in you. Continue. Otherwise, place in Romans there. It says continue, otherwise you'll be cut off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tough, tough scriptures. I could preach on that a long time. Continue in faith, y'all. Yeah. Continue in it. My goodness, there's no other way. Yeah. There's no other way. Brother John, but continue in faith. There's no other way to have grace and blessings and mercy and goodness from the Lord mm -hmm. that continue in faith. Amen. Not not to think, well, I can just come to church and I sit down and I give my dollar or ten dollars or whatever I give the offering and just sit down and I've seen and everybody loves me and I go home and it's just a happy Happy day, happy world, and whoopee-doo. It's a lot more than that. That's my point. Mm -hmm. If we say we're, if we're, if we're saying that we're Christians and we got saved, let's live it. Yeah. Listen, my wife will tell you I'm not the easiest person in the world to live with. <laughs> She'll tell you that, I'm sure, if you ask her. She'll tell you that I'm probably, thank her, I'm a know-it-all. She'll tell you that. Okay, I'm being honest. And I'm not tooting my horn. I've let her toot it. Ask her. I try to live at home, brother, like I live here. Bless you, brother. I try to live at work, Levi, like I live here. 
I stay in touch with the Lord on my knees with him, Brother Brian. I talk to him daily. And he talks to me daily. I know that my faith is real. Amen. Amen. You can have that kind of faith. Yes, you can. You can have that kind of faith. Uh, he'll listen to you. Uh, he wants to talk to you tonight. Yeah, he does. Amen. If you'll just talk to him, he wants to talk to you tonight. Uh, hey, go home tonight and just try if you don't believe. That's right. He'll talk back to you. Amen. If you'll listen, yeah. get away from the racket. Yeah. Yeah. Get away from the noise. That's it. Find that secret place. Still away somewhere and pray as the old song says. Still away and talk to him. You know what? A lot of people like to make prayer out of something, oh, big holy this and holy that. No, it's not. It's no more than talking to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. He said that he was your friend. That's right. Just talk to him like you talk to your best friend. He'll talk back. Yeah. And your faith will grow. Yeah, amen. You'll grow. It'll make you be something that you didn't think you could be. I didn't never in my world thought that old boy that joined the army that cussed every breath and drank on the weekends and womanized and everything. I didn't wasn't worth a flip. And the most of the I'm not saying nothing about military now, but I'm just saying that their lifestyle yeah, yeah. is a whole lot like that. Maybe not some of them. Maybe there's Christians in there, but for most of them, when I was in there, it was a party bunch. Yeah. It was a party bunch. But if he can take an old boy like me, an old center boy like me, Brian, and it ain't worth nothing, just yeah. a little speck on earth and make an old country preacher out of, praise God, he can do anything for anybody. That's right, amen. He can. Amen. If he can take me and love me, he can love you. He'll pick you up. Hey, listen, let's stay with him. Amen. Let's hold on to the faith. Amen. We got to, Brother Brian. Amen. 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 Appreciate that word. I told you beforehand, I was going to listen to see what God would have to say to me. There was a, a time in my office earlier today, a gentleman come in there and he says, what, we were talking about some of the changes and things that the world wants to see happen and the things they're pushing down our throats and the things that we don't stand for, just to be honest. And he said, what's going to happen when it ain't, when it's not you that's sitting in this office. What's going to happen when it's somebody else? When somebody else is sitting in that office down the hallway and somebody else, who's, who's going to be here? Who's going to lead this school system when these kids that are in the school system need to be led in the right direction and the whole world says it needs to go the other direction? Yeah. yeah. I want y'all to know that Brother Michael's preaching a little brought that thought back to my mind. And I thought, boy, somebody's got to continue. They got to continue. Amen. They got to continue. Hey, my kids going to be out of school. My grandkids ain't even been born yet. Lord, Lord willing, Lord Terry, ain't even here yet. Right. Well, somebody don't continue. Amen. There's not hope except in the Lord. Amen. And I'm thankful for that. Anybody else got a word? Anything you need to do? We're going to have a word of prayer in just a minute.